Well, we certainly have started 2022 with a bang, haven't we? The first month, we're almost through January now. Uh, markets are down pretty much across the board. Anxiety levels are up. Volatility is up. And if you are feeling right now a little bit um, unsettled, if you don't know how you're going to work your way through this, or if, if this volatility that we're seeing is a concern for you, in this video today, my goal is to share some information with you that is going to help you, I guess, keep things in context, uh, hopefully answer some questions that you have. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the channel, uh, on this channel, we speak to our fellow Canadians. And our goal here is to help you understand your finances better, help you understand investments better. And at the end of the day, just all around, we're going to be uh, a better community for understanding how we handle our money. Uh, we also have our investing academy, and that is the first link below. If that's something you're interested in having a closer look at, I invite you to click on that link uh, when the video is finished. We are going through a very volatile time right now. And let's have a look at some of the stats and some of the data just to sort of put in context where we're at right now. First of all, if we just look at some year-to-date numbers, this chart shows some of the major indices that as Canadians we follow, the Toronto Stock Exchange, the Dow Jones Industrial, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ Composite, and the Russell 2000. And you can see in every case here from January 1st, to today, and I'm filming this video on January the 26th of 2022. The worst performing index so far this year is the NASDAQ down almost 14%, the Russell about 12%, S&P just under 10%, and the Dow Jones Industrial at about six. Now in Canada, we're faring quite well with a negative return of only 3% year to date. So the markets, let's call them, are down. From a volatility perspective, this chart shows you the VIX, and the VIX is the volatility index. It's sometimes called the fear index as well. And this shows that we're currently sitting at a level of 31 and almost 32. There isn't a golden rule, but generally between 12 and 20 is considered normal. And uh, 20 and above is considered to be more volatile. And if we look back over the past few years, we can certainly see that the big spike when COVID hit back in March of 2020, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty out there at the time. Things have normalized a bit since then, but we're now seeing a bit of an uptick in this chart right here. Another thing we're really seeing now is a lot of intraday volatility. And if we look at this next chart, this goes back six months and shows you the NASDAQ index. For those of you who are familiar with candlestick charts, you'll know that the taller those bars are, the red and the white bars, the more volatile stocks have been during the days. And we can certainly see, starting in 2022, some big ranges from top to bottom. If we compare this to last summer and fall, we see a noticeable difference in the height of those bars. And that's really an indication of how much more volatile things have become right now. Just one more way of looking at this volatility. If we look at today's Dow Jones Industrial's intraday chart, we're gonna see big ups and downs throughout the course of the day. And if we pan that back to a five-day number, we're going to see some really significant ups and downs, stocks opening lower than the pre-day close, stocks opening higher than the pre-day close. Generally, we're just seeing a significant uh, trading range from high to low or from top to bottom. And this is very indicative of uh, an unsettled market when, when the market participants are just trying to figure out what's going on. When I worked in the industry, I worked directly, of course, with clients. And when we went through times like this, there were a number of questions that people would feel to me. And I've sort of thought of three I wanna talk about in this video today, because these are some of the more common questions I got. And hopefully uh, my responses, my answers to them, uh, will give you some guidance, will help you uh, settle in Hey everybody, it's Brandon here. 
I'd like to interrupt today's episode very briefly to remind you that if you're looking for more training in the Canadian stock market, don't hesitate to check out our Investing Academy. You can join our private membership group and get access to our top stock picks, trade calls, portfolio insights, and a variety of tools that are helping our members all across the country better their own investing journeys. All it takes is one great stock idea or tip, and that alone can cover years and years of your subscription to our membership group. If you're looking for some additional video training to broaden your knowledge and expand your understanding of the stock market in Canada, we do of course offer a fully video online training program where you can learn from the comfort of your home amongst a variety of students across the country. Both of these products can be found at www.theinvestingacademy.ca where you can sign up for them online or schedule a call with us to learn more. Now back to our scheduled episode. Let's start with the first question that I would hear directly with clients or even from outside sources uh, when we're going through market times like that. And this is simply, what if I lose everything? I've invested and especially if you're retired, what if my investments just keep going down and they disappear? And at first, this might seem like an irrational question, but I, I do believe it is legitimate and it depends on your mindset, where you are in that spectrum. If you're a younger investor who you know doesn't I mean, everybody cares if you lose money, but if they if they're not worried that if they lose their investments, they you know they've run out of time, they're not relying on those investments for their income. Um, maybe a silly question. However, if you are closer to retirement, if you are in retirement, if you have a large portfolio that you're either are or planning to rely on for your income for the rest of your life, it it seems irrational to me to say that what if I lose everything? But that's a real fear when I would question clients about it it wasn't a matter of oh I'm just saying that that is a legitimate um gut guttural reaction that you get to something like this first thing I'm going to say on this is if you are in a position if your portfolio is structured in a way that would legitimately allow you to lose everything um, it's not the market's fault, it's it's your fault. Uh, no other way of putting it. A properly constructed portfolio will be able to weather all of these storms that we're going through or all of the storms that we have been through in the past. That has always been the case. So the only ways I can think of that you would legitimately be fearful of losing everything are if you have placed huge bets on any individual sector, any individual stock, it does happen, but it, it shouldn't happen. You know, all the all the adages of don't you know, spread your risk and don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, today, people still do that. And so if, if you're in a situation like that, well, uh, yeah, you may lose everything. And, and hopefully hardly anybody watching this video is in a situation like that. If you are an investor who just follows what others are doing, you may be in a position where you could legitimately lose most of what you have. Uh, the reality is because of the way our brains work, we tend to follow or we tend to be inclined to, to follow uh, the get rich quick schemes. If you are that type of investor who just follows what other people do, you may have uh, gotten involved in some of the hype stocks. You may have gotten involved in some of the meme stocks and put your money there, uh, very few positions. You could be in a position where you are seeing a decline, uh, probably not to nothing, but very, very, uh, you know, very, very steep declines either way. Um, bottom line is in a market like this, which happens regularly you need to be prepared for this mentally and your portfolio has to be constructed properly so if you're answering the question or if you're asking the question um, what if I lose everything uh, reassess who you are as an investor uh, speak with your advisor if you have an advisor and hopefully if you're working with an advisor nobody is in a position where you're going to lose everything uh, just sort of go right back to, to square one 
and make sure because these like i say and we're going to look at this in just a moment these conditions do come up from time to time quite regularly and they will be here again so make sure when we go through this again if you're in the unfortunate situation this time where you're taking a big hit you can position yourself so that you're that's not going to happen second time around question number two that i got quite a bit when we started seeing this volatility we started seeing the market decline is how long is this going to last when is this going to be over and that is a common question and you know i think back to about a year ago myself we had gone through that first wave of COVID and things like the normal things you do, maybe travel or going out. And, and the question we ask is how long is this going to last? And as humans, we feel that this is going to last forever. You know, there's this thing called straight line extrapolation. And the way it works is your brain thinks that whatever has happened recently is going to continue to happen. You know, if the markets are going up, we think they're always going to go up. If they're going down like they have been lately, we feel like they're always going to go down. So it is a legitimate question, but to help educate you, to help maybe calm your nerves or to help give you some some guidance let's look at um historically what has happened here there's a study by hartford funds which covers the 10 things that you should know about bear markets and i just want to highlight a few of them here starting with number three on their list is that bear markets are normal and there have been 26 bear markets in the s p 500 since 1928 but there have also been 27 bull markets as they go on to say here and the stocks have risen significantly over the long term that probably doesn't concern you right now if you're in the camp or the mindset that you feel, when is this gonna end? How long, how long am I gonna be losing money as the time goes by? Point four here shows that bear markets tend to be short-lived. Short-lived is subjective. The average length of a bear market is 289 days or about nine and a half months. And they point out here that it's significantly shorter than the average length of a bull market, which is almost 2.7 years. Let's have a browse through this table, which are the S&P 500 declines of 20% or more. So these are uh, bear markets, not just little corrections like we're seeing right now. When we look back through this center column here, we will see significant declines in value. The worst being around 62% back in the dirty 30s, of course, and more recently, almost 34% when COVID hit back in early 2020. The right column shows us though, how long these last. And we can see in the recent COVID market correction, we thought we saw a 33 day period where the markets corrected and then recovered. And that was the shortest time period on record. So let's not be misled by that. There have been times where it's taken almost a couple of years for the markets to fully come back. As I say, the average about 289 days. A chart that I look at all the time and I think is very instructional is this next chart by JP Morgan. I'll put it up on the screen. This shows the annual returns going back to 1980 and the intra-year decline. So I'll just focus on a couple of years, for example, but in virtually every year where we see a market gain, which is most of those years, there are intra-year declines of a significant amount. I'm just gonna pick a number here. Let's go to 2016, where we saw a return at the end of the year of 10% on the S&P 500, but there was an intra-year decline of minus 11 uh, during the year at some point. So that's similar to what we've seen now in a couple of the indices and, and most of them aren't even at that point yet. And as we look back through the history on this chart, we do see this repeating pattern of even in years where markets are good, virtually every year when the markets go up in value uh, on a calendar year basis, we do see a significant intra-year drop. And in fact, the average during all this time is 14%. So even with the deepest drop that we've seen so far this year uh, with the NASDAQ, the other indices are not even there yet. So 
Um, again, just sort of for context, what we're going through right now is not that atypical. It comes along on a regular basis, so we should be prepared for that. The third question that I always struggled with was, should we sell? Uh, it's common when the market starts to drop like this, and I even see this on our YouTube comments where some people are saying, I've gone to cash, you know, when the markets are dropping like this. Um, should we sell out of the portfolio and just wait? for the markets to correct. And for me, this is such a simple question to answer, but it's gut-wrenching. The answer is no, at least it should be no. And uh, that the assumption there is that you have a portfolio that is properly balanced. You understand what purpose your investments are serving for you uh, because money is a means to an end. And if, well, I guess the caveat is if you're, if you have money that you need in three months, yeah, you probably should sell out of anything that has potential to go down and you shouldn't have been there in the first place. I, I guess, which sort of is my whole point here. If you didn't anticipate what we're going through now, you're not properly prepared as an investor. You have to have that battle plan going in. Otherwise you're setting yourself up, you know, for failure. I mean, quite, quite simply. Um, we are going through a very, very normal time right now. I get it that you might be anxious. I get it that you might be unnerved. I get it that you might be questioning things, questioning your strategy, questioning your advisor's strategy. Um, those are emotions that are temporary in nature. Um, those are normal, but you should not be in a position right now where what we're seeing, quite frankly, is causing you um, an actual significant decline in the value of your portfolio that you're not prepared for. I guess I'll just summarize with that. And it always comes back to anticipate these times before we get there. Because once you're there, uh, you're, well, you can, you probably are along for the ride, but you want that ride to be as comfortable uh, as possible. It can be really difficult to sit there and watch the value of your portfolio drop, but this is a normal part of the path that you're on as an investor. If you're seeing what's happening now, if you're a new investor, or if you're an investor who just tends to uh, be anxious, um, give yourself permission to feel that. Don't ignore that, learn from it. If you have a quality investment, if you have a quality portfolio where you've got things balanced off, you've got your egg spread between different baskets, you will be okay. You will weather the storm um, just like everybody else. Bottom line, have a plan. Understand what you're doing and how would path you're on as an investor and you should be just fine. I hope this helps sort of contextualize things for you so that when you hear these big swings every day, uh, you're not going to be, it's not going to be inducing any panic in you. Um, as always, I will remind you that the first link in the video below is for our investing academy. I would invite you to have a look at uh, that for more training information, for more courses, for more community guidance that we provide to our students. And I will thank you very much for watching the video and I look forward to seeing you in the next video.